Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. We are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. You know, it's been cold and foggy here on the California coast, and just now the sun has peaked out. I see it as a metaphor, and I hope that the sun is shining wherever you are. You know, the sunshine in my life today, mainly, is being here with you and introducing a light-filled guest, Norma Hollis, who has been called the Authenticity Voice Doctor. And I really love that name, you know, that she's the Authentic Voice Doctor. It describes her and what, you know, what she does in her life. Her mission is to help us align our energy, tune into our wise inner voice, become more authentically who we really are, and complete our purpose or assignment on the planet. Wow. I need an energy boost today, personally, and I can't wait to hear uh, her tell us how we can do all this. What's amazing to me is about Norma is that she remembers being given her assignment immediately after birth and knew that she had come into this life with a purpose. But she forgot this message until having a health crisis at age eight and being in excruciating pain for two years. During that time, she learned to listen deeply to the voices inside her. At age 28, she began to get specific direction and was told to help people understand that the secret of life and happiness comes from within. If we can just follow the voice inside, we'll realize and fulfill our purpose. We also will feel abundant peace, love, and joy. Norma has spent the last 30 years studying human energy systems and then writing down exercises to help people transform their lives. She's very clear now that her assignment is to help us align our lives using the nine vibrational energies that have been revealed to her through channeled instruction. So here we are in 2012, 
where Norma wants us to, to help us align our energy, just as the planets are aligning their energy. She's also clear that this is what she's here to do. And guess what? Norma's birthday is December 21st, the winter solstice, and the day the planets align. And we begin a new era for humanity. I just got goosebumps when I said that because, wow, what a celebration that will be for you, Norma, and for all of us. Yes, and I am so looking forward to it. I've been waiting all my life for this year, I think. And here we are, and we, yes, we are definitely going to celebrate. Absolutely. Uh, I'll say. So I'm so ha- glad to ha- have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So I always love to start with the personal because I'm always fascinated with people's lives, and I know my listeners are as well, because then they can relate to you, you know, to being a human with them and all of the things that have happened to you. They can go, wow, you know, look at Norma, look what she's experienced, and look where she is now. You're, you'll be a model for everyone. So what are the key times in your life when you received a piece of your assignment? Um, I love the way you asked that question uh, because, you know, that's how I remember my life in actually in these phases of key pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started actually at age two. And mm. at age two was when my, my father's story is that he was trying to tell me my name. Your name is Norma. Mm-hmm. He would say, what is your name? And I would always say, my. Mm-hmm. And then he wow. would say, no, not your, not my name, your name. What's your name? And I'm not sure exactly what it was I was trying to tell him, but I know it frustrated me to no end to the point that my father and I were never able to really establish a bond. Mm-hmm. And I really think it started from that two-year-old experience. Now, my mother tells a story that at age two, uh, my hair changed overnight. African-American children oftentimes are born with, you know, beautiful, straight, silky, easy-to-comb hair, and usually very young, our hair converts to the state that's more natural for us. And mine mm-hmm. actually stayed the easy-to-comb hair until I was two years old. My mother mm-hmm. told the story that my hair changed overnight. And I just, in my mind, I remember the frustration. So, and, and that's when I realized the realization for me then, without having the words exactly, was, dang, it's really going to be hard out here because they don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with your dad. Starting with my dad, the one person who I was, because I had, I came with some expectation that they were, and that they were anxiously awaiting me to reveal to them something about my journey, mm-hmm. and they never asked. And then when he asked my name, I guess I was trying to tell him in my two-year-old language whatever I could, but I couldn't get it across. And he, well, he was clearly never understanding my psychic nature. He was a scientist completely, and. He never, ever, ever understood or even entertained the idea that I had the kind of gifts that I do. Wow. Yeah, so that was very challenging. Anyway, the second stage was at at age eight. And that's when, you know, so at two, I finally said, okay, I give up, then I'll just be Norma. And so I had six years of a lot of, you know, childhood stuff, you know, really happy. And then at age eight, I was reminded of my mission when I had this, uh, an ear infection that was treated with antibiotics, and those caused hives. And mm. then they had to find out what could stop the infection in the hospital or culture, and it had to be applied topically in the doctor's office. And the application of it felt like acid on mm. the inside of my head. Oh, and I was wow. eight years old. And then I had to go back and do that repeatedly. And then that was followed by another year of really serious earache. So my, it was a very difficult time. 
And they tried eardrops, they tried shots, and they tried pills to stop the pain in my ear. But it was like God had put his fingernail on the inside of my ear and just said, I'm not going to let go. Yep. And then my grandfather, we're in Buffalo one summer, and my grandfather's a minister, and my mother says, call Papa. And for one split second, the pain went away, and I said, well, what's grandpa going to do? He's a minister. You know, he's not a doctor. And, and, then, and, my, and the other part of me said, oh, somebody understands. Mm. Well, maybe this is the answer. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, grandpa said to me that I must have something very important to do for God to give me so much pain at a young age, and he could stop my ear from hurting if I would give my life to God. And we had a little conversation, and he prayed, and next thing I knew, my ear stopped hurting. So that was wow. a very significant, probably the most significant experience or situation in my life that really shaped my life in many ways. Wow, that's fantastic. I have goosebumps again because, you know, it's also in terms of hearing. You know, it seems like such a metaphor to me that God wanted you to hear what it is that you were supposed to do. And like you said in in one of the bios I read, that you came in knowing but then forgot. And it's like you were reminded you know, listen, you know, and, and here you are doing work where you're, you're helping people listen to their own voice. Right. And that's exactly what I think that experience was. Um, as I've been reading more and understanding my own self, you know, and as of my own research, I kept meeting a lot of people who also had traumatic experiences around the age of eight. And these were mm-hmm. people whose life experiences or at least their missions or what they were doing or seeking to do in life was very similar to what I'm seeking to do, and you know, in their own spin on it. But so I, I came to think, you know, maybe that that these childhood traumas at an early age play a role for those of us who move in this direction. And surely I think it does because it, it gives you a different kind of childhood and makes you attentive to something different. And in my case, far more serious than anybody around me. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but I tend to believe that as children and even as grown-ups, as we suffer, it deepens us, it deepens our compassion, it deepens our empathy for others that otherwise um, may not have happened, you know. And so I do think that suffering, I, I also had an ear mastoid around age eight and had surgery in the doctor's office and, yeah, and really was happiest living in my tree house, yeah. <laughs> my, tr- my tree fort. And like I had angels visiting me. I had all kinds yeah. of childhood experiences like that. So actually, I didn't even remember that when I was doing the research on you until right now I remembered it. Oh, wonderful. Well, see, that's part of my job on the planet is how people to remember. So I'm doing it without even knowing I'm doing it. So thank you for saying that. That's wonderful. Yeah, you did it with me because I went, oh, my God. You know, I had a similar experience to Norma. And, um, you know, and I think that, you know, if you're sort of deeper as a child and and just really feeling everything so sensitively. And, um, yeah, I remember that as well. So, yeah, so I wanted to um, also ask you about... Um, you know, your your mission, you know, I don't know whether you realized it at age eight. You, you mentioned that then you did years of research and you went into this whole life of exploring and finding what your purpose was. So maybe tell us a little more about, you know, age 28 or those 30 years that you have been um, exploring. Well, actually, you know, I came on the planet knowing I had a mission and a purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't talked, um, I'm just at the point that uh, I'm beginning to share a lot of my before birth memories. And mm-hmm. they go back for lots of lifetimes. But I'll talk a minute about the one immediately before this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in a cocoon-like environment 
with another energy, and then I was abruptly awakened and summoned, if you will. And I made uh, a couple of turns, and then I spoke with someone, an energy, that gave me an assignment that told me I was being called to do something, and would I accept the assignment? And, of course, Mm. I said yes. And then I was given some questions and some choices. One question was whether I wanted the winter of my life first or last, and I said that I wanted it uh, first. So if I had the winter first, then I would appreciate the summer when it came. Mm. And then I was also given three choices of families to be born into and, uh, and also given a little bit about the scenario of each of the families. And the one that I picked was the most challenging of the three, and I was reminded of that, but I remember that there were certain benefits from making the selection. Now, the benefits... You know, there were some benefits, of course, of being on the planet that would help me, but I think that there were also benefits to my soul's journey. I don't know what, remember what they were, but hmm. that's what I, that is what I picked. And so some of that has, has come to be um, in terms of one of the reasons why I picked the family that I did was because of, I wanted longevity because from what they explained to me that my mission was, it would take me a long time to do it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted longevity. And the other thing that this family had that they told me, and I've, I've repeated this and kind of laughed about it repeatedly in the last a few weeks when I've been thinking about it, but they told me that this family would have the financial means to take care of me. And I asked, well, what's money? What's that? And they said, don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. You don't need to know. Just- <laughs> 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 oh, God. Unfortunately, I think I remember that more than what, I, than what I'd like to at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. But but anyway, both of those came to be because um, while I went through trance for many years, listening to these voices direct me, it's because of my family that I was able to survive financially during those times. Mm -hmm. And because of the the ear infections I had at age 8, I took antibiotics for actually 40 years because I had ear infections every single year up until last year. Oh, my gosh. And because of that... Um, I, I grew into a, I went into a family that had a strong genetic background, mm-hmm. so I have a pretty strong immune system. And in any event, they they died at 80, 84 and eighty six. So the longevity piece is there. So those right. things came to be. And then there were also some friends, some twins, if you will, that I've had many lifetimes with. That we have a phenomenal relationship now, and people mm-hmm. that meet us know that it's a special relationship. Mm-hmm. So all of these things that were part of my memory and existence before coming on this planet have come to be and have actually manifested in people who've been in my life. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-8255. 
1-800-227-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Leadership is a destination, but how do you get there? More importantly, how do you maximize your power and influence and develop more leaders in your organization? Learn from proven leaders and proven practices. Join Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler for Leadership Development News. This program will help you develop the next leaders in your organization, balance your work life, manage your boss, and manage yourself. We'll feature cutting-edge interviews with industry experts and authors. Leadership Development News, every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Hey, everyone. Uh, gosh, sorry about that. I lost my Skype connection and our phones are dead here. Don't know what's going on. Maybe my guest, Norma Hollis, is so powerful that um, I have no Skype and I have no 
phone connection, but I think my Skype is just up again. So anyway, welcome back to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and my guest is Norma Hollis, who has been talking about her life and how she, I'd like her to talk about how she is the authentic voice doctor and some about her book and uh, how she helps people listen to their inner voice. Are you back, Norma? Yes, I'm still here with you, yes. Okay, sorry about that. I lost everything, uh, and now we're back on. So can you, ta- I mean, uh, can you talk a bit about how you came into this work, which is to be this authenticity doctor and to help people hear their voice, align, um, you know, find what their assignment or their life purpose is? Can you talk a bit about that? Yes, well, you know, when I was a child, you know how people always ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And all my friends always had these bright, bubbly answers. And my answer was always, I don't know, God hasn't told me yet. Because I always knew I came with a purpose, but I wasn't clear on what it was. So throughout my career, I've kind of followed my spirit. So I went to college, and I majored in interior design, because I loved art and designing and stuff. But when I found out at the end of my first year that they wanted me to take the time to learn how to draw, I didn't have that patience. Yeah. And but I always loved children and the early childhood field was a brand new field, so I stepped in to that. And I had a young brother, fifteen years younger than me, so he was my guinea pig throughout that time. Yeah. So that yeah, that was the process of me learning human development and learning how we as humans uh grow and understand and because of my early childhood background, uh twenty years or thirty years later after directing Head Start programs many years, I worked with the Archdiocese of Los Angeles as the early childhood consultant. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got an interest in children's spirituality and also learned about human spiritual development. Mm-hmm. And then I did some corporate training as well as ran a speaker's bureau for 15 years. And that taught me about professional development. So all of those together really helped me. And they, I was guided through all of this by way of the spirit that has been guiding me all of my life. Yep. And that's what gave me the foundation to understand humans in the, in, the, in the way that I do. Yes, and, you know, congratulations to you for listening and to really trusting spirit and trusting your own intuition to lead your life. And that leads me into how listeners can do that. How can we do that? Since it sounds to me like that has become your work. Yeah, it definitely is the foundation of my work. It's where everything starts. This 30 years of listening to this voice and following the direction and instruction led me to create this matrix, this grid that I call the authenticity grid that's based on nine vibrational energies. And Mm -hmm. these nine energies actually begin, the grid begins with the three inner voice energies, which means listening to the voice within. And the first one of those is intuition. So when you talk about being authentic, it's about first stepping into your intuition. Authenticity puts purpose over profit. So it's about knowing who you are first, be first before becoming interested in how to profit from who you are. Now, people ask me often about, so how do I connect with my intuition? And the first thing I tell people is, first, I know that you and everyone, you know, has an intuitive nature, and you listen to it every day. And I love doing this when I'm out at an event and I tell people, I can look at you and I can tell you're intuitive. They say, well, how do you know that? And I say, well, because you came here with clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) Because at some point you ask yourself, what am I going to wear today? 
And the voice that answered you probably did not do it out loud, probably answered intuitively to you. And what I encourage people to do is listen and observe how that voice speaks to you, whether it comes as as an image, as a feeling, as a thought, as something Mm -hmm. in your gut. Everybody's voice speaks differently to them. So it's about creating a relationship with that voice and first seeing how it speaks. And then once you know how it speaks, then you want to make sure it's the right voice. When I started having this voice speak to me when I was eight and having all that traumatic pain, I said, okay, because it was insistent and kept bugging me. And I finally said, okay, if you're the voice I should be speaking to, then you must be pretty powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So prove it to me. So in the next week, let me see somebody wearing, wearing red socks and let me have somebody mention the word elephant in a conversation. And it happened. I didn't say, like, next minute, but, you know, I gave it a week, and I would give this test frequently, and I would, it would always prove itself. And that's wow. how I came to trust that voice and learn to live my life listening to that voice. Wonderful. Can you talk a little more about um, these nine energies? You said the first three are inner voice energies. Can you talk a bit about that, these nine energies that you've realized and developed? Well, it's based on what I call the authentic voice. I'm this authentic voice doctor. And mm-hmm. the three basic voices that we all have are our inner voice, our outer voice, and our expressive voice. Hmm. And the inner voice is the one, that's the private voice that nobody hears but you. That's your own private voice, your own unseen supporters talking to you. And that's based on three vibrations. The first hmm. is intuition, which is your sixth sense. Your second is integrity which is your value system. And the third is inspiration, which is what drives you. Hmm. And the way that I like to explain this, the way it works, is that a thought comes to you through your intuitive sense. And then you filter it through your integrity, to your, to your values, to see is it truly the right voice? Is it truly the right message? Do I trust it or listen to it? And then if, the, if, it, if, it, if it meets those standards, then you are inspired to act on it. And I like to separate inspiration from motivation because inspiration comes from the inside, which is where true transformation occurs. So that's inspiration. I love that, to act on it. Yes. And I'm wondering, is is this going to be a book? Are you thinking of putting this in a book? Because I I did look at the book that you have out, you know, the 10 Steps to Authenticity. But are the nine energies in that book? Well, actually, I have it in several ways. I definitely okay. have it in the book. The book is a is a brief summary of my 30 years of research. Yep. And what I've done is I've taken these nine dimensions and I've turned them into an assessment so that a person can go within and see which of these nine energies they are in most need of working on. Mm. Where are they out of balance? And so with that in mind, I have put together an entire diagnostic home study program, if you will, that takes a person through doing the assessment, through identifying which of the nine energies they need to work on, mm-hmm. through giving them workbooks to work on the energies that they need to, to balance out and to align, as well as audios, and then give them a prescription to not only raise their, their vibration, I mean raise their authenticity in each of these different alignments, but also what I found with working with people it ends up raising their vibration so that their whole view of the world and of themselves transforms. It's just amazing. I'm just I'm humbled to see what this does just by trusting that voice and allowing it to lead me. 
Wow. You know, I want to, after we take a break, I want to talk more about raising our vibration and why that's important and so on uh, when we get back. But um, just briefly tell people how they can contact you and how they can get these materials. Right. Uh, you can reach me at info at normahollis.com, info at normahollis.com. The program that I just spoke about that is the home study program is at vibrationraising.com. Vibrationraising.com, yeah. And, and that I also is... have my website, normahollis.com, where they can uh, join my email list and uh, do some other things. I mean, I have several yeah. websites, but that's a few that they can uh, work with. Good. The vibrationraising.com I didn't have, and so I think that's really important because that's where people get the assessments. That's where they get the whole program, the home yeah. study program that yeah. they can work. And on that home study program, they also get a full year of coaching calls. Of group coaching cool. calls because we're really committed for people becoming more aligned, raising their vibe. This is what I'm on the planet to do. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And we need to take a break. We'll be right back with Norma Hollis. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. What are the benefits to combining modern science with ancient healing practices? For the answers, you'll want to tune into Frame of Mind with your host, Terry Sue. Each week, our program focuses on ways to live more holistically. By developing new ways of looking at our world, we can find ways to foster harmony and peace for the good of mankind and our planet. If we learn to live and think healthier, we begin to explore and focus on our strengths. Tune into Frame of Mind, Saturdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on 7th Wave Network. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at comcast.net. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Healer Show. And my guest today is Norma Hollis, if you're just tuning in. She has written a, a guide called 10 Steps to Authenticity, Creating a Rewarding and Satisfying Life. And we've been talking about being authentic and listening to our inner voice. You know, before we go on from there, Norma, I'm wondering if you could do a brief exercise with listeners where that helps them tune in. I had someone say to me recently, well, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how to connect with, with how I feel. I don't know how to go in. So do you have something that could help people do that? Oh, that's a good question. I have to be prepared for that coming up in the future. Um, you know, one of the things that I talk to people a lot about, and this is in, you know, I have workbooks for each of these nine dimensions. Yes. And I'm going now in the workbook for the first one of intuition. And I'm thinking about the one that I talk to people most about, which has to do with self-talk and self-response. Mm-hmm. And by that, what I mean is listening in between the lines to what you say to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we all have things that are uh, patterns and pages that we continue to read and play from that go back to our childhood, which may not serve us now. Yes. And I, I tested this on myself once when I was speaking at a corporate event, uh, to training actually, and it was two trainers where we were, you know, 90 minutes each and then on and off. So in, in one of my 90-minute pieces, I, in one part of my head, and I do not advise this often, but I'm kind of an experienced speaker so I could do that, but I was listening to what I was saying to myself. And when I finished doing the 90 minutes, I immediately sat down and wrote everything I could remember that I said to myself in that 90-minute period. I had a full page of about 30 items, and as I read them back that evening in my room, I realized that 29 of them were all negative. Mm. I had said things like, you should have done this differently, or you shouldn't have turned that way, you know, or just, just little mm. petty things that would yep. put myself down. And so the exercise I suggest to people is find an opportunity where you can kind of try to connect with. It's not easy. It takes a little bit of practice and a little bit of listening to yourself. What you're saying to yourself in between your languaging, in between your words, just way back in the deep of your head. And then when you can access that and write them down, then look at them and then rewrite every one of them in a positive way. And that's what I had to do. I rewrote every one of them in a positive way. Now, it did not make me change overnight, but it did make me begin to reframe my thinking so that I could raise my vibration and get a little happier in life and focus more on the gifts that I have rather than the shortcomings that I have. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's really key. In fact, someone said to me just recently that what that takes, though, is time. And what I see is people are so busy or keep themselves, you know, we have a, the busy disease in our culture, that what you had to do to do that was stop and write those down and really process and feel the feelings and change, you know, your inner talk to yourself. So I think that for listeners right now, part of the key is that we have to slow down a bit. We have to stop and we have to give time to really stop and tune in to what it is in our hearts or our in- intuition, whatever you want to call it, what we truly want as opposed to just going with the mind and going with what other people want us to do. Anyway, so that just came up recently for me, that it takes slowing down and stopping and turning inward. 
And that's so important. I'm just so glad that you said that, Susan, because mm-hmm. this is one of the things that I've been that's been coming to me in the last month that makes us different and one of the things we really have to focus on. You, you cannot be on a spiritual path and be on the and be in, on the, in the rat race at the same time, nope. because the spiritual path is a slower path. It by nature of it, it requires self reflection. It requires stepping into yourself. It requires looking deeper and taking the time to do that and when you're in rush hour traffic and when you're trying to meet someone else's deadlines and you're trying to you know work about how you can make more money next tomorrow than you did yesterday then it's no there's no room for you really to 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 be reflective so it's Mm -hmm. like making a decision about really why you're on the planet are you on the planet to put are you on the planet for for profit purposes or for purpose authenticity puts purpose over profit yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And for me, that means solitude. And, you know, I'm, you know, and I also, I think I see people do this and I do it, get out of sorts, get kind of grumpy. And, you know, and it's that, you know, we're just with people all the time. We're busy all the time. There's no space. So I also, in order to really check in, need to take a walk or just be by myself, even for a few minutes. I also meditate. You know, a lot of people who are listeners, I'm sure, do yoga. So there's something that people are doing where they are slowing down and then they are listening. Yes, yes. Because you have to do that. If you, if you can't hear the voice, you can't respond to it. Exactly. Like in the car when the music is on, turn the music off. It's the best time to be able to listen. In the shower, it's the time to listen, turn the TV off at home. It requires yep. those kind of little things, and you can hear that voice and you can respond. Yep. So talk to us about what you mean about aligning. So in a lot of the research I did on you, you, you bring up the word align and alignment. So what exactly do you mean about wanting to help people align their lives? What, is, what does that mean? Well, it, in, in the context of the nine dimensions, um, yeah. it means that make that tr- working the best you can to bring all of those dimensions at some level of balance or, or, or equal uh, positioning mm-hmm. in, in terms of what's right for you. So, for example, and I didn't get a chance to talk about all of the different dimensions, yeah. but one of them, for example, in the outer voice is net wellness, which is like your health. Mm-hmm. So if all of the other eight dimensions, you know, you're scoring eights, nines, and tens in your high score and your net wellness is a four, you're not in alignment mm-hmm. because you can't do with your life as you want because your health is not right. Yeah. Likewise with the network relationships, likewise with net wealth, which is abundance. If any of these are out of balance, then you're not working at your optimum self. Likewise, with the expressive voice, which is your gifts and talents, your personality, and your lifestyle. And if those are, if you're not doing, doing habits in your lifestyle that are self-sustaining, then you're out of balance. So mm-hmm. alignment means taking these nine energies and identifying where you might be out of sorts in one or more of them. And what I ask people to do is not a lot. I just ask you to find the one dimension where your score is the lowest, and select one thing to do in that one dimension and allow that to begin to see your life transform. And that will begin the alignment process. Because one, because these nine dimensions, these nine energies are all interconnected. And once you begin manipulating and calibrating one of them and bringing them up to better alignment, to more balance, mm-hmm. then you're, all, you're going to affect the others as well. I love it. I'm going to... 
you know, hopefully order this program. I just love it um, because I'm just already realizing where I'm out of balance and where I'm really in alignment. I'm in alignment with most of them. But, you know, I noticed one or two that could take some tweaking. So it's a, it's an assessment process where you ask people questions and then they're able to figure out where it is they need to focus to get back in balance with who they truly are. Exactly. And that's the whole purpose, to bring you back to who you are, help you to remember the assignment that was given to you before you came here. And once you, and what's happening with people is as they tweak one or more of these dimensions, the memory seems to come, you know, just stuff falls in place. The vibration raises. So the alignment occurs and fixing whatever got out of alignment on their journey through life, on their trying to please someone else or dealing with their own traumas or mm-hmm. whatever we, they went through in the process, it begins to heal that and put them in alignment. Yeah. So by align, you mean to discover your true purpose of why you came in to, to the plan the planet this lifetime and then complete your assignment here. Yeah, and another way we could look at it, I like the way you said that, another way if I look at the grid, alignment means making sure that what the inner voice is saying to you inside is the same thing that the outer voice ex- shows to the world and is the same thing that you express to the world in what you do on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. That's alignment. Yep. And then that ties totally with authenticity. Yes. yes. In the and sense what that, that does, the byproduct there is it raises your vibration. You begin to see the world differently. You change your perspective. And generally, you're just overall happier and more peaceful. It's so true. I've really noticed that in the last couple of years for me, that I'm showing up as the same person everywhere. And I think that many times we take on roles, we take on personas, we, you know, we're this person at work, we're this other person at home, we're this other person with these friends, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, that's really exhausting. And so what, what I've realized in the last couple of years is I'm just showing up as I am everywhere the same. I'm just the same person. I'm the same person on my radio show as I am, you know, with my family or with my friends or, you know, with my clients, you know, and that to me is another way to explain authenticity. And I like the way you explain that because you actually talk right into the dimension of likability which is the second dimension of the expressive voice. And one of the things that I say to people, and you obviously have done a fabulous job of aligning this, but I tell people frequently that you generally have different personalities with different people. So if you want to say it's a lovely day, you might say it one way to your mother, a different way to your child, a different way to your boss, a different way to your lover. Yep. So for you to say that you have pretty much the same personality means you've mastered that. You have, I tell people to find your best personality within those and let that be the one that you show to the world most frequently. So congratulations on accomplishing that. Thanks. You know, and it's just, it makes me happier, you know, that I just am who I am, and I'm just showing up in the world as who I am, and it feels very balanced and congruent. You know, it's like I'm not not trying to be someone I'm not. Yes, yes. And that's, that's, that's one of the keys to life, be yourself, be authentic. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And so do you coach people to do this as well, Norma? In other words, do you do coaching calls? Do you do work one-on-one with people? So let's say that, you know, someone is out of balance in terms of wealth or in terms of money or abundance. Do you coach them or, or what happens after they've taken this survey? Yes, I have several coaching programs. I have anything from uh, group coaching 
that takes place on a monthly basis. I also have a number of what I call authenticity ambassadors that have been training under me for anywhere from two to ten years, and they do coaching also, particularly on an individual dimension where someone has issues with. I have three different types of coaching. I call authenticity coaching, alignment coaching, and vibration coaching. So Mm -hmm. each one is a little more intensive. The authenticity is to help you get your alignment within the different nine dimensions, you know, in terms Mm -hmm. of one, which one you need to work on. The alignment is aligning the nine of them so that they're more equally balanced. And the vibration is doing all of that to raise your vibration level and remove any blocks that you have. Wow. And then the vibration also, it seems to me, you're taking all of this into the world into action. Yes, yes. So that you're vibrating and resonating at your frequency, your gifts and talents in the way that you were designed to do on the planet. Exactly. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, I just yeah, love it too. Yes. I know. I think it's fantastic and I can tell you love your work. I do. You know, it's, because it's, again, authentic and it's reflecting who you are. Yeah, you know, it helps to finally understand it. You know, when you're listening to spirit for years and decades and not knowing what you're doing and where you're going, it's a little confusing. But I'm glad to be at this point. At least I have some clarity. You know, I'm glad you said that because this has happened in my life and a lot of my listeners' lives and my clients' lives is that you're following intuition and you do this piece, but you don't quite know where it's going. And then you do the next piece and the next. And then all of a sudden, though, which sounds like in your life and it's been true in mine, you get it. Yeah. It's like all of these pieces, all of these trainings, all of this education and experience and practice and so on, back to childhood, it all makes sense now. Right, right. And so that, I love part that. of what I do is help people to make sense of it a lot earlier because I, I read the energies. So I can mm. help them to uh, decipher what I call their life's journey, or their authentic journey. And what I've learned from my own experience is that not only are the things that we're doing making sense on this lifetime, but if they have any past life experiences, and in my experience what I have seen is that my entire soul's journey, this is a culmination of. This is what Mm -hmm. I just developed and told you about I've been working on for for several millennia. I think so. I really get that. And, yeah, we need to take a break for you know this little nanosecond of the millennials we'll okay. take a break and we'll be right back with Norma Hollis The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network Is there a difference between dream work and intuition? The relationship is closer than you think. These are mutually supportive concepts. When you dream, your intuition serves as a foreshadow of the future and can bring rapid results through dream analysis. Tune in to The Partnership of Intuition and Dreams with your host, Dr. Marcia Emery. Explore this unique relationship and learn to understand how the symbolism of dreams can be clarified. Listen every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. 
You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm here with Norma Hollis having an incredible discussion, and I do feel connected to her, although we've never uh, met literally, physically in this lifetime. I feel like I've known her forever. So we're having a wonderful conversation about alignment, authenticity. And Norma, I wanted to ask you a bit more about raising our vibration, that concept about why is it important and how do we do it? Well, it's important for several reasons. Um, You know, I find that people that we have greatest affinity with on the planet are people who share our vibrational patterns, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And the people that we have least affinity, the ones we, we have, are more antagonistic with are the ones whose vibrations are lower. So with that said, people whose vibrations are higher are less antagonistic just in general because they have a different perspective of the world. Mm-hmm. So there's one advantage right there. We would be a more collaborative um, environment, society, if we would raise vibrations. Mm-hmm. Another thing is that with the planetary alignment that's in place, you know, we know yes. through astrology that the planets affect us. And yep. if the planets are vibrating to the point that they're stepping into alignment, which they only do, what, every, what, 25,800 years? Yes. So that's pretty significant to me. So if the planets are taking their vibrations into alignment, it makes sense that we do the same. Exactly. And, you know, as we're on that topic, say something about 2012. Oh, I've been waiting for 2012 all my life without knowing I was waiting for it, especially when, mm-hmm. and when I found out that the grand alignment is the day of my birthday. It just kind of answered a whole bunch of questions for me. But the one thing that I find interesting is how many people look at 2012, or at least December 21st, and the Mayan predictions as the end of the planet and all the cataclysmic ideas that they have put out there. And and if that is what's going to happen, it doesn't make a difference what we think because we have no control over it anyway. So, you know, so so be it. But I, I take the perspective that it's it's the evolution of us as humans. Yep. Now, 20 years ago, when I was at an early childhood conference, I listened to a gentleman named Joseph Chilton Pierce, and he talked about <clears throat> the research he was doing that was showing that children were coming into the planet with their foreheads 
extend it, or profile, if you're looking at it from the side, the foreheads extend beyond the nose. Mm-hmm. And most of us, our foreheads are more flat. Yep. So basically what this the interpretation at that point was that God was making us different to combat all the crazies and therefore making us more spiritual. So now here 20 years later, I'm reading about how some babies are born now with their heads so big that they have to have cesarean sections. Mm-hmm. And number two, that there is actually a name for the evolution of humans. We're moving from Homo sapiens to Homo luminous. Yep. So I don't think, so that, that validates to me that the evolution of humans is, is in the mix that I've heard 20 years ago and I'm hearing it again now. And I don't think that the planet would be coming to an end if we were at seeing the evolution of, human, of humankind. So with that in mind and with the expanded heads that these children having, are having and with those relating to spirituality, it seems to me the writing on the wall is clear. We're in for some serious transformation. I could not agree more. I completely agree with you. And, you know, I have three grandchildren and one on the way. And so I am looking at these children who are just yeah. amazing. They are so beautiful, so spiritual. They're, they're like coming into the world this way. And I really believe my daughter, um, you know, also was just this amazing child. And you know, they have different names for it. They're talking about the children of a certain age, you know, up to, I think it's, I don't know, six or so, seven. They're the crystal children. And then the ones that are being born right now are the rainbow children. You know, and my daughter was an indigo child from, you know, if you research this online, it's fascinating. But that the children are becoming um, just more, con- you know, that we're in con- a conscious evolution phase, evolutionary phase, and we are evolving uh, into this amazing luminous species. Which is why it's really important, <clears throat> excuse me, that the educational systems look differently because these children cannot be educated in the way that we were in the past. Exactly. They're not going to stand for no, and they're not standing for it. And all these these children who are diagnosed with ADD and ADHD, I'm going to a conference in Germany this summer. It, the conference is called Children of Light. And so oh, Children of Light, and I'll talk to you more about it next week, but Children of Light and that these children are gifted, beautiful, spiritual beings, and the educational system is what is out of alignment, not these children. It hasn't changed since I was. I'm a grandmother, too. It hasn't changed since I was in school. Nope, and it hasn't changed actually since the, since the 1800s. So, you know, I, I, I'm also, yeah, a proponent of educational change where, you know, things are much deeper, there's much more, you know, hands-on instruction, and, you know, really, uh, anyway, I, I could go on and on about it. So I do have to uh, close soon. So, you know, Norma, I'm just so happy that you were here today. Wow, the time went way too fast. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I didn't know we had the children's spirituality affinity also. That's really exciting. Absolutely. And so much work needs to be done in that area. And um, I'll talk to you more about uh, any of the listeners here want to research Children of Light. Uh, you can do so um, by Googling it. And Norma will be in touch. Thanks so much for being on the show. Yes, I appreciate it. And I just want to remind them again, normahollis.com and vibrationraising.com. And thank you, Susan, so much. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. And I have loved being here with all of you today as well, as I always do. And thank you, everyone out there in listening land. And thanks so much for making my day and week a brighter one despite the weather. 
Next week, we're in for a real treat. As internationally known healer, Dr. Eric Pearl will be my guest, founder of The Reconnection. I'm a reconnective healer, studied with uh, one of his trainers, and love the work. Join me uh, for a powerful and enlightening show next week. Until then, this is Dr. Susan Allison wishing you everything good. Be well. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are happy.